We'll always have Paris. Name the movie. Michael Pickering here with a special edition topic. We'll always have packs. Here's looking at you, kid. Of all the gin joints in all of the world, they had to walk into mine. No, we're not talking movies today or love. But instead, rather, we're talking about countries with massive populations and massive GDPs, a.k.a. gross domestic product, a.k.a. the largest economies in the world, and the largest populated countries in the world. And no, we're not talking about GDP per capita, which simply takes the GDP of a country and divides it by the population. We're doing far more than that, my friends. You know, for starters, let me just say that I'm using two top 10 list for our conversation today, but I am not going over each one country by country. It is not Tuesday, and we already did our last top 10 list of the year. But I am using the top 11 countries by population size, and then doing some top 11 slash top 20, 40, 50, who knows, but GDPs. All right, but enough, you know, I'm diving right into it. Let's start with the largest populations, countries with the largest populations, I mean. Five of the top 11 countries by population are also in the top 11 countries by GDP. China, India, U.S., Japan, and Russia. They have five of the largest populations in the world and five of the highest GDPs in the world. Now, if you move to the top 20s of GDPs in the world, then eight of our 11 most populated countries in the world, they're in that list. Adding to the previously mentioned five are Brazil, Mexico, and Indonesia. They are in the top 20 GDPs in the world and most populated countries. And if you do the top 42 GDP countries in the world, then all 11 of our most populated countries in the world appear on that list. Adding to our previously mentioned eight are Nigeria, Bangladesh, and Pakistan. So, all in all, our 11 most populated countries on the planet are also the top, they're in the top 42 most rich countries in the world, or top 42 largest economies in the world. Or you could even say that the 11 most populated countries in the world are in the top 25% of largest economies in the world. And that's pretty impressive. And right away, it gives the impression, and I think rightfully so, that population size matters when thinking about the size of a country's economy, which we'll come back to. But you may be thinking by now, well, okay, why not just do GDP per capita and see what we get, you know? Instead of doing all this roundabout the way population versus, you know, GDP and mixing lists and upping and downing it and blah, blah, blah. And a simple answer to you is because I'm not interested in talking about that today. I don't care about GDP per capita. It's an illusion. It's, it's an illusion of perfectly distributed income across the entire population. I have no interest in that measure. Today, when thinking about the people of a country and governments. Now, I will go ahead and tell you, though, just to appease your curiosity a little, only one of our top 11 countries by population in the world, only one, 
appear in the top 10 GDP per capita list of countries. You can figure out which one on your own, though. Now, returning to our statistic, which we just created, because that's what we did. We created a stat. The top 11 countries by population are also top 42 GDP countries. That's a statistic, a really cool one, you know? And this stat shows us a few things. I'm going to focus on two, mainly. It shows us that if you have more people in your country, you're going to have a larger economy as measured by GDP. Now, the question is why? And the answer is quite simply because of how we measure GDP and what it really means. GDP is the addition of the value of all goods and services sold in a country in one calendar year, measured in U.S. dollars. So the more people you have in a country, the more things your population need to buy in order to survive. Just because there's more people who exist there. You know, thus by default, populations that are larger, they consume more materials. Consuming more materials increases GDP because you have to buy those materials. They're not free. And, you know, this is an excellent way to show how GDP is a biased measure for economic development in a country because it can make you look like your country is doing extremely well when in reality, it's just that you have a large population. But again, that's going in a bit of a direction that we're not going today. Now let's think about number two. As in our second thing, our stat of top 11 are top 42, population versus GDP. Now for this one, you're going to have to take a little bit of a leap of faith and just follow me for a second because you would need some previous knowledge of the level of development of all of these countries, which I have, but I understand most of you do not. So you can do your homework and your research later, or you could just take Lo-Fi Polysaw's word for it. But here we go. This stat screams something to me. Like, it's, it's standing at the top of a mountain and just yelling at me that our top 11 countries by population they all have massive economies and rake in a ton of money every single year. Like at the aggregate, at the country level. You know, even our last country, number 42, as far as GDP, which is Pakistan. Pakistan has a GDP that's higher than about 75% of the entire planet. That's no joke, all right? Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nigeria, Indonesia all top populated countries, and all have GDPs higher than the vast majority of countries on Earth. All of our most populated countries on Earth have massive economies in comparison to the rest of the world, in comparison to 75% of the world's countries. And why this yells from the mountaintops at me is because some of these countries are, in fact, among the most developing countries in the world. Some of these countries have some of the highest poverty rates in the world. Some of them have some of the least connected to the internet societies on the planet. You know, altogether, it says that having a massive population does link you as a country to a massive economy, to great wealth as a country. But it does not link you to a high standard of living as a population in that country. You see, again... This is not about GDP per capita, which is just taking the GDP and dividing it by the population to give you an imaginary income of perfectly equally distributed income amongst the population. Instead, what we're focusing on is the fact that having a massive population causes you to have a massive economy. But that doesn't ensure you a high standard of living 
But regardless, you're still one of the richest countries as measured by GDP on the entire planet. Your country, your government has the money. Question is, where does the money go? How can you be so rich and yet be among the most developing countries in the world? And for some of you out there, I know you're going to automatically go to the, the quick explanation of regime type, democracy versus authoritarianism. And that's, that's an understandable place to go. But it's not necessarily correct, or at least not for the part of our story we're focusing on today. Now, instead, I'm going to let you know that the missing link in understanding how you can be so populated as a country, so rich, and yet not at all at the same time, it's not regime type. It's regime stability. It's government efficiency. And in particular, we're going to measure that by levels of perceived corruption, a.k.a. Transparency International's Corruption Perception Index, which measures the perceived levels of corruption in 180 countries and territories around the world. And we've looked at the top 10 and bottom 10 list of this before, but right now we're using it to cross-reference with our other two lists to help us understand how exactly population size, the size of the economy, how they work to affect the standard of living in a country. Here we go. Of our 11 most populated countries in the world, five of them are in the bottom half of the most corrupt countries on the planet. Mexico, Russia, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nigeria. Three more of them are hovering right around the middle of the road. India, Brazil, Indonesia. And the last three are hanging out around the top 25% for least corrupt countries. China, U.S., Japan. And it's right here. When you see all three of these lists together, that our top 11 countries by populations, our same countries by GDP, our same countries by levels of perceived corruption. It's here that the data scream from the mountaintops. Here the data tell us that having a large population does provide access to a large economy and wealth, but that wealth is regulated and distributed by the government. And if you have a corrupt government, it doesn't matter how large your population or your economy is, because the government and the people in it are using the money for other purposes. Other purposes than increasing the standard of living of the people of that country. You see, population provides potential for a country. For the population is the economy. The population is the market. We are economics. We are the people who buy and sell goods and services. But where all that money goes, well, that's up to government. You know, I always ask, which exerts more pressure or influence on the other? Is it politics over economics or economics over politics? And looking at the data, at the world, it's not even a debate. Politics controls economics. And economics only influences politics so much as governments allow it to do so. Governments shape economic policy, the rules of the game. Simple as that. Now, examples, you may be asking? 
Oh, it's the end of the year, and we have given examples of this all year long. Just take a look at a map. Spin a globe for a second. And think. They'll come to you. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Check us out on Instagram and LinkedIn. People connect to us. And it's not a cliche or a catchphrase. It's a lifestyle. Always remember that Lo-Fi poli is more than just me. It's the we that we be. Talk to you tomorrow, Lo-Fi listeners. Pickering, signing off. <laughs>